Hello, hello. Welcome to Bantu Book Review. Thanks for listening this week. Let's jump straight into our book for the week. Hate it or love it. This week we have Dear Ijiawale or A Feminist Manifesto and 15 Suggestions. And this book is by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. She is amazing. Um, word seamstress, t- truth teller, role model. She's so blunt. Um, and she also has like a really calm demeanor. Um, so graceful. And it makes it really hard to argue with her. Especially when she's telling nothing but the truth. Um, so yeah, this book is really short and sweet. You could probably read it in about an hour Probably less if you're really committed, uh, which you will be once you get started. So again, highly recommended. Um, I am going to share these suggestions with you. Um, They're really, really important. I love them all. Um, And Chimamanda's written a letter to her friend who has just had a daughter and she wants to raise her daughter in the best possible way. So Chimamanda shares this letter with the rest of us, which she didn't have to, but I'm so grateful because in helping her friend to raise her daughter... She is helping us raise ourselves um, to higher heights. And yeah, we just trying to do better every day. Um, This book, these suggestions are very empowering. So I'm going to share them with you. And even if you're not a mother or a parent, I am neither. um, This is really helpful um, for anybody. if, If you're interacting with women and girls, if you are a woman or a girl, Um, It's just really helpful and very good advice for any adult. Um, So I said all that to say, here they are. And one more thing before I share them. Chimamanda says, these suggestions are for contextual feminism, which is really key because we get to decide what feminism looks like and how we want to wear it. So here they are. And I'm not going to explain them because like I said, they're really, really simple, really intuitive for anybody who just has good sense. You'll get it. (laughs) So the first one is be a full person. Um, Real quick. I mean, I'm not a parent, but for anybody who knows a parent, somebody who's juggling all the responsibilities that any regular adult has, in addition to trying to raise a full human being, it's so hard um, to find the balance and to keep sight of the fact that you have to care for yourself and remain true to yourself in spite of those responsibilities that you can become inundated with and because of those responsibilities. If you are taking care of yourself and acknowledging yourself as a full person, you are better able to parent um, and to be fully present in parenthood. Um, The second one is do it together, which is really, really important, especially for women, because sometimes we can take on so much And as we know, a lot of times people have got this twisted idea that the domestic domestic sphere is the domain of only a woman. Uh, But Chimamanda suggests that the responsibilities of parenthood be shared equally amongst parents um, and with your village and whoever that may, whoever may be a part of your village, including fathers, father figures, all that. It's important to do it together and to get help. Number three, reject gender roles. Four, emphasize and advocate for the full equality of men and women. The full equality of women and men. 
is important. There is no gray area. The fifth suggestion is to read. The sixth suggestion is to question language. Seven, marriage is not an achievement. Eight, reject likability. Nine, give her a sense of identity and pride. Ten, affirm her unique beauty. Eleven, question cultural selective use of biology as reasons for social norms. Yeah, a woman is supposed to do this because, and a man is, no, 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 no. Twelve, talk to her about sex early. Thirteen, teach her love is give and take. Love is about balance. Fourteen, teach her about oppression and human dignity. And 15, normalize difference. So yeah, I'm not going to give it all away. Uh, read the book. She expounds on what these mean um, and, and how to put this into practice and what this looks like in the day-to-day grind. Uh, but one of the reasons it was so important for me to read this book uh, for the second time uh, was because I've been seeing a lot of bull on on social media and that probably means that I need to cleanse my own timeline of the nonsense but at the same time you know the world is the way that it is because of piss poor decision making and that's just that's just the end of it honestly so I really appreciated this book at this particular time because conscious parenting is so important these adults when we look around that are really not shit sometimes are the product of unconscious parenting and Sometimes we drop the ball when we don't make the decision to just be better about the way that we think of ourselves and the way that we regard the people around us and the way that we engage with people. Um, So, yes, I just appreciate, really, really appreciate this aid, this resource, this guide to being a conscious parent um, because... To be quite honest, it's either we got to step up or get stepped on. And that's just what it is. And these suggestions are helpful ways to not get stepped on, right? If you want to step up, take these to heart. I've really taken these to heart. Um, So one of my favorite things in the book, at some point, Chimamanda, again, she's talking to her girlfriend. So there are, there are a lot of personal anecdotes that are like inside jokes and we don't know what's going on, but we still get to kind of kiki with them. So Chimamanda is telling her friend, like, hey, girl, you remember that time when that writer accused me of being angry as though angry was was something to be ashamed of? And she goes, of course, I'm angry. And I just thought, what a gem, a celebration of anger, because listen, more of us should be angry and owning it. Okay, it's a lot of problematic things that cannot be continually ignored. They have to be addressed and I think sometimes, and I'm guilty of sometimes shying away from being angry and you don't want that label and I don't want to be mean, but sometimes you need to be angry because some things are just not okay. So she was like, yeah, girl, I was pissed. Rightfully so. Why aren't you? And I love that. Um, one of my other favorite things from the book, another highlight, she says that there are catastrophic consequences to likability and I'm like yes girl yes because so many of us again I'm guilty we want to be like we want to be nice and we emphasize kindness but there are other virtues that are way more important than being kind and being nice sometimes it is insufficient to be just nice there are more important things to do than to be concerned with likability yes 
And some people prey on the need that some of us have to be accommodating or to be nice. And she gives a lot of examples. Like we go out of our way to not offend other people. And then this is done at our own expense sometimes. Like, oh, I don't want to be mean. But in not being mean to somebody else, sometimes you can be mean to yourself. So don't be mean to yourself. Be nice to you first and foremost. Um, And in doing what's best for you, other people just have to deal with it. And she gives a really, really good framework for doing that consciously. So she says that a fusion of honesty, kindness, and courage is needed. Each of those alone are not enough. I agree. Totally agree. So that is my wrap up. I don't want to dwell too long on the book because I'd much rather you read it in her words than to hear it from my mouth and I got it twisted in some way. There's something about the way that she strings those words together that just makes it sound so good. It's like irrefutable, undeniably true, powerful, okay? So go read this book. I think I read it on like the digital library from my local library like there's like a a digital doorway thing so the book is available for free but you're gonna be I mean at least for me I was waiting I put a hold on the book weeks ago and I just got it because everybody's reading it which is good because everybody should read it but anyway it's available everywhere so go and read that moving on to the emotionally intelligent word of the day so I just want to take the time in this segment each week to rant to gush, to indulge momentarily, name my feelings, and then keep it pushing in order to build that emotional intelligence and vocabulary. So this week, and specifically on the day that I read this book, I was feeling particularly validated, encouraged. I was feeling seen and heard because like I said, it was exactly what I needed. It was what we all need. So go and read this book for real because so many times, And let me know if you can relate, but I have often been criticized and attacked. Yes, sometimes I felt attacked for my reactions to things because people are like, you know, you're too demanding or you expect people to be perfect. You ask for too much. You're never satisfied, right? Which pisses me off further when I know I'm not wrong because it's like, yeah, I can have really strong reactions. I can be a little firecracker sometimes. I know that. But you are missing the fact, like, acknowledge the truth here. Acknowledge the facts. Sometimes people can be responsive to your emotions and not principles, which upsets me personally, like, much more than the original thing. But anyway, I was feeling validated with this book uh, because people will constantly try to negotiate your expectations downward. Okay, and it's like, no, baby, you can have your standards as low down into the ground as you want to. But I, I, I gotta, I have to say what is true for me. Um, and, and people always say, oh, you want me to be per-? No, why do people have a problem when you want them to do better? I'm not asking you to be perfect. I'm asking you to do better. And the fact that it's such a problem for you is just, it's more of a problem for me. So I just want to say. Thank you again to Chimamanda for writing this because I feel validated. Let me tell you about a time I couldn't and wouldn't stand down. And I got the same feedback of, you know, maybe you should calm down. Like, yeah, you're right, but, you know, you're just a little too angry. Like, it just, it means a little bit too much for you. One time, right? One time. I don't even know where to start with this, but 
we were having company at the house and there was a guy who came here with his date. He came here with his girl, not really his girl, but like a girl that he was talking to or interested in. They're getting to know each other. He brings her around mixed company. Would not have been my choice, but cool. Like he did it. We all talking. She's a little out of it because she has her own personal issues going on. She's actually ready to leave at this point, but she can't because there's a complication with transportation and the people who are supposed to be meeting her to do something else. This is a whole big thing happening. Fast forward to the part where this dude that she came with invites his male friends to come kick it too, right? So now we all in the same space and it's, it's, it's weird energy because these dudes walk in, they all rambunctious and boisterous and loud, like, yo, it's good, blah, 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 blah. This girl, like I said, is not really in the best of moods. She's around people that she's never met before. She probably don't too much care for them in the first place. And now they coming in here being all loud and rowdy. So she doesn't speak. She was wrong. I agree. One of the dudes in particular, there were three of them. One of the dudes just was not having it. His whole thing was, how dare you, woman, not speak to me, not acknowledge my presence. And so he took it a step further from, okay, I'm offended to, I'm going to address you. This person I have never met before in my life, person I've never spoken to, seen, engaged with at all. I don't know you, but I, I feel the need to tell you about yourself because I'm butthurt that you didn't address or acknowledge me because I entered the room and I'm a king. You No. Right? So he's he's literally yelling at this girl in her face, telling her she's so rude and these are the reasons why and this is the time that I've told this other woman who acted like you about herself. And he was being so disrespectful and you know those people... Okay, this is what he did. He was telling a personal story or recounting a time when he like went off on this girl who pretty much did to him what was currently being done to him went on about all the ways that he disrespected her blah 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 basically saying like this could be you if you don't fall in line and the girl is really ignoring him like not saying anything at all like giving him dust <laughs> and he's getting more upset because she's not giving him what he feels entitled to which is her time and attention I couldn't take it right because I'm sitting around looking there are several men in the room none of whom felt the need to address this man who was disrespecting this woman. And they were friends with him. They've known him, I'm assuming, for quite some time. And so I just went off. Like, I snapped. Like, how dare you talk to this woman this way? You don't know her. Blah, 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 all this stuff. Like, I went off on him, snapped on him. So now me and him are arguing back and forth. He's mad. Everybody's like, Brit, yo, chill, calm down. No, I'm not calming down. And then I went off on everybody else in the room. Like, how dare y'all not say anything? And... I know that you would never address a man in this way for this reason. You never, I, I don't think that men have the same sense of entitlement to the attention or acknowledgement of other men as they have from women. A man would never do that to another man. I told him that like, yo, to be honest, you, you're a coward. Like you would never do this to a man. You did this because you're trying to intimidate her into giving you the response that you feel you deserve, which you don't. And we can agree. Cool. This girl was rude. She was rude for not acknowledging you, but she didn't. So now what? Like, what happens next? What happens when you don't get what you want? Because as an adult, it just is what it is. I know that this is not the first time that you've experienced things not going your way. 
But you move on. You don't escalate a situation and and try to antagonize a person to the point of disrespecting them to get them riled up and make them feel some kind of way because you're annoyed. Like, how dare you? I'm I'm rambling a lot here, but I'm sharing this story to say that it just, it really happens too often. But this book helps me to be confident in my convictions and not waver for fear of being too harsh or abrasive. Uh, because if I'm too quiet when people are on some bull, I'm essentially enabling it, enabling it. And I'm really not about that. If I care about you or if I don't really have an option to not have you in my space, I'm going to tell you about yourself. And so that was what happened with this dude because you came to my house. Matter of fact, I should have kicked his ass out is what I should have did. But I was kind enough to tell him why he was wrong and how he needed to do better. And they tried to tell me off, whatever. The other option is to not engage, if that's an option, which is sometimes better for your mental health and, and wellness. So, yes. In um, Dear Ijewale, um, Chimamanda emphasizes that being opinionated and judgmental is actually really good. Uh, but you should also be compassionate and kind in expressing those things if necessary. So discernment is also important there. But that's my rant for the day. Um, in spite of all of those feelings and this whole anecdote, um, this book, again, I was feeling empowered. I was feeling encouraged. I was feeling validated. I got my soul food for the week. Let's move on to the so what. This is the why. Why does this matter? Why do I care? Listen, some people are better than other people. This is something that Chimamanda also emphasizes in the book. Some people are better than other people. That's just the truth, right? There are good people. There are bad people. Nonetheless, we are all people. And just on the strength of that humanity, we all deserve a certain level of human dignity, right? So I want to talk to you guys about people who are doing the damn thing, right? These are the current events for the week. So feminism and wearing it well this week is Beyonce standing in her truth. You guys may have seen her on the cover of the latest issue of Vogue. Um, she does it again with breaking those barriers and being transparent, sharing her truth to inspire us and encourage us to do the same. So she reached back and paid it forward by giving an opportunity to a young man to shoot her on that cover. And because she's on the cover is the only reason why I even care about the publication, to be quite honest. But go ahead and check that out. <laughs> the second thing is um, also related to empowerment. There's LeBron James. He just created a school. It's called the I Promise School. It's an elementary school that guarantees college tuition to its graduates and has all these other really important things for the students who are going to be, excuse me, attending the school. There's free tuition, free uniforms, free breakfast, lunch, and snacks, free transportation within two miles, free bicycle and helmet, access to the food pantry, for families of the students who are in attendance of the school and then the parents also receive GED and job placement which is huge these are at-risk students and for anybody who's familiar with that population all of these barriers to access um, and these these issues that kind of hinder some students to get the full education that they require to, to elevate themselves out of their situation these the perks of going to this school have just eliminated so many of the issues that are huge challenges to, to certain students in certain communities. And so this is really important work that he's done. 
I just love the community involvement, the community engagement, and just the awareness of what the world needs and the recognition that making these things right, you just do what you can to, to make the world a better place. And some people can do more than others, but whenever you can do something good for the world, you should. Um, and Beyonce and LeBron James have done exactly that. So I definitely appreciate that. This week in audience engagement, I want you guys to tell me about a time that you had to stand up to somebody that had you messed up, okay? Maybe you were who you needed to stand up to with that negative self-talk, so I want to hear those stories too. But tell me about the last time you were an advocate for yourself or for someone else. Why was it important that you took that stand? Tell me why. Tell me your stories because it's not easy being an advocate. It's not easy advocating for yourself. But when you do, it feels so good because it's so necessary. And it's just you get better each time. You grow each time. You change each time. And you get closer to being exactly who you need to be. And you get... It's just... It's so good, y'all. So share those stories with me. Um... I stood up to a bully when I when I told that dude about himself. But, you know, each time you do it, you just get a little bit better at doing it the next time. Because there will be a next time when you need to stand up and take a stance. So go ahead and share those stories with me. And shout outs this week. I want to shout out again. You already know. Categorizedtweets.com. I will never stop being impressed with the service that this website provides because it is so important. It is crucial, critical during these trying times. We're in a political mess, okay? And we are empowered to make changes in order to make the right changes and to move the meter in the right direction toward goodness and restoring law and order, you know, Getting back to, to the, the, the closer, not back, because we ain't never been where we needed to be. Getting closer to where we need to be requires us to, to make better choices, to make more informed choices. And so categorizedtweets.com allows us to arm ourselves with the information that we need as far as the kinds of thoughts and opinions and feelings and stances that our political representatives to be have expressed via Twitter. So categorizedtweets.com goes ahead and does all the hard work for you. You ain't gotta do no work. All you gotta do is visit this website, type in your zip code. When you do that, this website will identify the political representatives that are up on the ballot in the elections that are coming up. and not only that, it doesn't just identify who those individuals are. It tells you what they're thinking, what they're tweeting about, what matters to them, what issues are on the agenda to be addressed for them. It goes ahead and puts those tweets into categories like education, guns, race, immigration, all the things that matter. It categorizes those tweets for you and allows you to read them and see what them Twitter fingers is about. Um, so yes, go ahead and visit that site. Shout out again to Beyonce, LeBron James. Shout out to all the men and women out there who are loud and proud in the way that they continually speak the truth because it's not enough to know. You got to show it, baby. 
So thanks for listening, y'all. And catch me on the Twitter at Bantu Book Review. Tune in next week. Also, I'm trying to read The Warmth of Other Suns, but I did not realize how huge that book is. So it's going to take me a little while longer, but it's coming up. It's coming up. If you have suggestions about books that you want to hear me review, go ahead and let me know. Hop in my mentions. Hop in my messages. And I will see you guys next week or well you know I won't see you next week but tune in next week for another episode thanks for listening